See It or Screw It is a spoiler-heavy show. If that's an issue for you, you can currently watch Rubber with ads on Tubi or without ads through Canopy. Canopy is a free streaming service that you only need a library card to access. Canopy. Check it out, guys. If it's not an issue for you, then on with the show. Welcome to See It or Screw It. This is our first Who the Fuck Was This Made For sub-episode. Um, my name's TJ Davis, he, him, pronouns, alongside whoever wants to speak up first. <laughs> I'm Emily Schick. Uh, my pronouns are she and her. Uh, and I'm Dan Murphy, and my pronouns are he, him. All right. Um, so now that we've got those out of the way, we're going to introduce our movie. Our movie is the uh, Quentin Dupont, uh 2010 classic, Rubber. <laughs> uh, Rubber is, I mean, it's primarily about a sentient psychokinetic tire that runs amok in the Mojave Desert. If you could only see my face right now, now folks. Uh, I mean, like at its core, that it will at its I surface. I mean, it's it's that's what it's, it's about. No, it's really about it. it it's about out it, it's, like some sadistic, it, uh, I don't know, accountant who is forcing an audience to watch this shitty fucking movie about a tire, but they're part of the movie. Like, there's a whole like weird cross between a like there's a lot of fourth wall breaking that mostly doesn't work. Um, but it's a significant portion of the movie, like, a, like probably more screen time than the tire is devoted to their fourth wall, like framing device. Uh, yes, like, I would absolutely yeah. agree with you that their fourth wall framing device has more time on screen than Robert, the tire. Yeah. Uh, let, let's, yeah. let's get into like, you know, you know, um, specs of the movie. So it's written, directed, uh, edited the cinematographer and half of the composing team is Quentin Dupont. Dupont? I, I always keep on saying Dupont. it. Dupont. Um, <laughs> uh, then outside of that, ah, oh shit, I meant to pull up my IMDb. Outside of that, we have Steven Spinella as Lieutenant Chad, Jack Plotnick as Accountant, Wing Hauser as Man in Wheelchair, and Roxanne Mesquita as Sheila. Uh, as oh, well, she actually as, has a name. She, she does yeah, have she a name. Does. It's never said in the movie, but she does yes, have is. a name. It is said. Yes, oh. it is said. I don't remember when. I think it might be like the. the I assume the, it's the motel when... guy talking to the kid or something. Oh, I would assume that it was that it's said when she's like, like you know, voicing the mannequin at the end, but like. Oh, oh I would have like assumed, one of the cops refers to her. I would have. Name I, I would have assumed that it was said when she was leaving the message for her mother. Oh, oh that might be it. Oh, yeah. that could definitely be it. Yeah, but um, I thought. Yeah, it was. It was the, somewhere at the hotel. The, yeah, the, yeah, fi yeah. The final thing I wanted to say about in terms of cast it is also starring Robert, Robert the, the Tire, tire yeah. as Robert. Which I mean, tire. you know, why the fuck isn't he just Bob the Tire? Like, come on, why? Why so formal? Like. 
Because uh, well, it's like somehow funnier, actually. Well, because, he's I mean, it just highlights how pretentious this film is. <laughs> yeah. See, that yeah. dated yes. Robert. All right, all right. So let, <laughs> okay. let's just get right into it. And, and, like, that is definitely one of my commentaries on this, is, like, Quentin clearly hates the Hollywood system. And that's largely what I think this movie is about. It is that... You know, he, he No, hates, this movie is about producers. nothing. They he tell hates... you right at the beginning this movie is about nothing. Well, no, no. No reason. Oh, no reason. Yes. Okay. I, I mean, why is the uh, alien in E.T. brown? No reason. Yeah, no, and, well, and then, then they go why, into... Why does, yeah. why does JFK get shot in the head in JFK? Yeah, no why reason. are Nazis persecuting the Jews? Yeah, no reason. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... See, now, I actually enjoy this absurdist element of some of his stuff. And, like, we're going to get into, like, some of his other stuff. But, yeah, I I wanted to talk about, like, how a complaint would be that it's, it's an unnecessary fuck you to the Hollywood system that he was never really in. Well, I mean, it's just the whole thing is, it's does this whole thing of what I just, hate of like like this call out to like like these to you know criticism to try to avoid criticism like that's that's kind of what this whole like opening monologue comes across as of just sort of like like you know oh yeah we're gonna analyze this and fuck you for analyzing yeah you won't let me into your well i also get a lot of like you won't let me into your club so i'm just gonna do my oh no i mean like that's one of the things that's really interesting about this this film is like i i I do think that like one of the things that prevails over this film is like this is a very angry film um and and it's weird because it's just like i don't think he's aware of how angry it comes across but like i like bet the tires motivation is anger i actually yeah. don't think that he understands how angry it comes across because yeah. really? uh, this movie was supposed to be more angry like i, oh. I did like some research yeah, I, online, I feel like it's lost and, like, yeah initially it was not supposed to have like the audience and the fourth wall breaks it was just oh no no i mean well that's the thing is like a homicidal tire and yeah. instead as like they filmed it more organically shifted to the tire being more like a, movie a homicidal a movie? wally well like, i mean like no i mean it, basically dog. it's like they had 20 i 20 minutes of of a film and they're like fuck we ran out of shit to do so we're gonna <laughs> throw in this pretentious ass subplot of this audience watching it and try to make it some sort of meta commentary but we don't even know what we're saying because i mean nope. like ultimately yeah like like the tire is motivated because the tire is pissed off and it's just like every well, tire doesn't even start pissed off it but like well, it does the tire starts the tire starts of like like i'm angry that i exist oh i get pleasure out of breaking things yeah and well then why, just, why do i exist this gives yeah. me joy and yeah. then, like, yeah. but it's towards just like the there's end. so much more interesting things that have done that. Like, you know, it's just like I'm thinking. Like, it, initially, I was like thinking of like Jonan Vasquez is like everything can be beaten. Like that has yeah. more that like it's a more focused narrative because it's like basically it's just like every time like this film isn't intelligent enough to really give the tire a personality, and it's just like you can give inanimate 
objects of personality, but it's just like every time we get close to it, then we get then we cut away to ten minutes of the pretentious like audience bullshit. Like which again, yeah. I do enjoy part of the audience because this show right now is essentially the movie buffs, the the people who just wouldn't shut up. Some people are just trying to watch the movie. Why don't you guys take your commentary elsewhere? Hey, if you don't like our commentary, you can go elsewhere. But I know, like, I know. Exactly and that's the thing is like doing. the only reason like I, again, I was like, you know what? If I was watching this in a fucking theater, I'd be gone. And that that conversation happens like five minutes in. I'm yep. just like, I know what I'm in for. I am done. I don't need to watch this fucking bullshit. Yeah. I'm, like, like, Jesus. Like, like, honestly, this, I I didn't hate it. I, I hated didn't it. love it. Um, I, I, oh, I, mean, I certainly we, we, wouldn't go back and rewatch. We haven't it. gotten to the verdict part yet. We're hold- I know. I'm just saying straight up, past, like eight minutes. But like, <laughs> but like, the thing I will say is that I think that I. I so we watched another one of his movies, and I'm so I, sorry. Um, <laughs> it made me appreciate this more. Yeah. Okay, so you know those like uh whenever like a show like Family Guy like makes fun of like, you know, French like mm-hmm. super like existentialist like weird symbolism like, like, like 70s, art house movies, 80s, hey, new wave hey, French hey. cinema. No, no, no. Like I Fre- Literally French he TV. made that movie basically. Yeah. yeah no, French like, impressionism is great, but like Yeah, but, but, no, but this, no, 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 this no, it is, can be This is absurdist. Okay. Yeah, this is, and this is... It, it's this absurdist for the done. sake of absurdism. Yeah, and it didn't have it, a point. It was it just... This doesn't have a point. Have a point. Like, no, well, this ha- this actually... No, it doesn't. Tr- it, it, okay, no, it tries it to... Va- it vaguely tries to <laughs> it, have a point. Trust no, me, man. It, this it, it one, does not. This one no, tries to have more of a point. I'm comparing it to the other one. This, <laughs> this one tries to have a point. No, the whole the point other one has no like, point at all. I'm going to make this effect this effects reel about a, a killer tire, and people are going to be so impressed by it, they're going to give me all these Hollywood jobs, and they forgot to realize that you need fucking characters in your movies, and like <laughs> he doesn't yeah. have them, and no one fucking cares because like hey you know what if you want to make a movie about a killer fucking tire why don't you throw it some suspense instead we just have the tires staring at things and then they explode like where's the fucking like build up to anything like just it's nothing it's like nothing. we don't care about any of these characters they're all flat like every once in a while like i mean i do think that he kind of told his actors to kind of just like do whatever and like gave them no direction and so instead they just ham it up and some of it's amusing but like like it's not good direction there's no, no. like i will give you nuance it's bad direction no i mean yeah. like direction you, yeah. is easily one of his weakest strength. no you you have one of you his have weakest like, points like i i've so yeah. i've actually watched five of his features why i'm so sorry <laughs> why because, because tj's a fucking masochist that's clearly why. well yeah like, I, I am a masochist but i also i genuinely enjoy this movie like it oh <laughs> i some it, i guess someone out there had has well to. i mean it, the thing is i just see like i like you know i see the concept of just sort of like this is this is absurd and it's just like like okay so it's absurd and let's have fun and it's just like like, but the but if you want to have that much fun, just... don't be so angry. Like, I really want to see. That's fair. Yeah. I, I really yeah. want to see his first two features because they sound even more angry than this. So his mm, first yeah. film is called Non Film, 
Mm-hmm. And it's about a guy who with amnesia who wakes up and he's on a film set and has no script and it's mid-movie. But then, you know, everyone on the set gets shot to death, but they still keep on acting out the movie that they're supposed to do. And it's like, what the fuck, man? And then his second feature is called Steak, that is essentially the same thing, but it seems like in a restaurant? I mean, you know, and and this has that element. I mean, this has that whole scene. Like, that's the thing is, like, I think that you have these moments where, like, like, I think Steven Spinella does actually an okay job because there is that, like, I, I do like this... It's like, like there's this, you know, that short sequence of like, like him being informed that the audience has been poisoned and like celebrating that he doesn't have to do this fucking shitty film anymore. <laughs> yes. And yeah. And it's just like, and then like, like there, you have that one moment of the like, like his being informed that like one guy is still alive and his like resignation to like, fuck, I have to go through the motions again. Like that's then, the like, only moment then, in like the entire film that there's like any subtle emotion whatsoever. And then it's back to like over the top, like, hamming it up like crazy and like everyone's yeah. super unlikable now, and like he's, love, he's not a likable character anyway i love so the next like, scene though yeah where no the next scene like, where he pulls out his line out of his fucking he pulls pocket line because he never yeah. even bothered to learn beyond a certain point because the audience is yeah. going to be gone anyway so why right. bother yeah and pulling out the line no i mean like oh it's my an inspired god read. it was a tire all along yeah, it's this, right. Like, yeah, it's it's a good read of the of the line, but it's still just sort of like, like the gag is just so, like, ugh, it's it, it's just so overt. Like, there's just like there's no nuance to like any of this film, and it's just like, like it's just a lot of like pretentious filler of so, like so tires you, rolling. Do you think that it's yeah. more kind of like than um, District Nine? in terms of him not actually understanding what he was making, but accidentally made. No, no, no. Because I think like, I I think the, the comparison makes sense, but I mean, I just think that like in district nine, you had a filmmaker who like stumbled into making a good film without realizing it. I mean, really kind of the opposite. Neil Blomkamp only understood how to direct special effects and like understood like textures to be able to make something with that many visual effects on the cheap. Whereas mm. I feel like this is a guy who's just kind of butthurt that the Hollywood system has locked him out for so long. Why don't they appreciate his genius? I mean, that's yeah. definitely something that's probably going on in his head. But Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing is... Most of this movie didn't really work for me, but there were parts of it that were like, okay, like I'm getting some enjoyment out of this. Whereas, like I said, the one other movie of his that I've seen, it's like, I do not enjoy any of this. Literally, none of it works for me. None of it. All right. There was nothing. The one that Emily and I watched was called Wrong. Not to be confused Mm -hmm. with another movie of his called Wrong Cops that has many similar actors Mm -hmm. from Wrong in it as well. And mind you, like, this is wrong all is while wrong. he's actually working in the Hollywood system, because this is when he was based in California instead of France. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, wrong where was has, this shot? Well, this was shot Mojave. Okay. 
Like okay. it was yeah. actually we'll, we'll shot talk about like there are elements, there are issues with how where with where this was. Shot, uh, it this this was shot in like the the Palmdale area. Yeah, well, I mean, like you have this. The ending takes place clearly in the Hollywood Hills somewhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, but like the yeah. the most of it was shot in like the the Palmdale. Um, there's some other fucking town right there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll, we'll get anyway, into it. wrong absurdism for the sake of absurdism, which like yeah. got for me a handful of chuckles. At, but like the thing that I noticed the most is like shot choice. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's something that as I've watched multiple of his movies, like honestly mandibles, which I watched earlier today is probably one of his more straightforward narratives. And oh, it's about, probably should have gone for that. Yeah. We probably should have gone for that over. Uh, well, but people talk about wrong. rubber because it's such a fucking silly concept. Oh, wrong yeah, it, sounded like a more straightforward narrative. And it it's had, about a man it, it, trying to find it more, of, more or less has no narrative. Like, mm-hmm. None. It's absurdism for the sake uh, the sake of absurdism, much in the same way that like Tim and Eric is absurd for the same sake of absurdism. And like, don't get me wrong, I like absurd humor, but like that shit does not work for me. I have always ha- hated pretty much everything that Tim and Eric have done, and uh, especially when yeah, you try and like I, sustain I hated, that. It, it, hated well, I mean, it, wrong. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it's always I don't know. I, I I'd have to see it to have. I have a take. I, yeah. I, I think that I don't know that it's again, worth investing yourself again. To, it's man. it's it's you know, is this a point of view? Does this have any sort of commentary? And, no, you know, to get back and like when it does, it can it can work. I mean, I think that you know, I mean, you know, I think we were all fans of Pop Team Epic, which is totally mm-hmm. absurdist, but that is kind of mocking, kind of of the you know the the absurdist tropes the, of well it's, it's, of it's also just mocking in like yeah American just culture. just our chan our yeah our channel surfing culture of just like yeah you know like it, I, it's it, all in short little bites um, it has it has some and in case point, you missed it we're gonna repeat it all over again but we're gonna mm-hmm. change the voices slightly <laughs> well yeah i mean change it, the it, gender it, of the voices well, yeah pretty it, dramatically actually <laughs> yeah it has like t- i would argue that pop team epic does have some point at, at least at, oh it absolutely you know, does and that's what i'm saying as good things. absurdism does yeah like and like whereas, yeah absurdism for, for the whereas, sake like, of it wrong, is just not but like mm-hmm. wrong he had no idea how to end it so it just sort of no i mean it's 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 i mean it's monty python monty python is largely absurdist and they are very aware they have no idea how to end anything which is mm-hmm. why almost every skit rolls into the next skit um because yeah they were just like we don't want to come up with a punchline yeah um, but i get i guess what so. i would say is monty python at least uh i mean first off some of monty python did actually was actually saying something mm-hmm. um and then the fact that like at least their shit was like funny like it it like there were yeah. there were bits that well that's the thing is I'm, I, I, I'm merging absurdism with absurdism comedy which they don't necessarily have to overlap so, yeah there's and often like, a lot of overlap between the two yeah often but yeah. like yeah I, I mean i don't think wrong was particularly funny there were points that were but like Again, i don't think he I, was... I chuckled a number of times but it's more like seeing a series of vignettes instead of a cohesive story yeah it it just oh man like i know just the one that i would recommend that people watch even though the first time i watched it and i wish i watched it a second time now is deerskin 
because mm-hmm. I did not care for it the first time I watched it. And it's one of those movies, the more that I've thought about it, the more I want to like go back and explore it again because it, it actually is the first time I think that he has a solid ending. Uh, I mean, all right. So let, let's though, get let's get do into you the ending. I mean, because that's that's the thing. Is, no, I mean, uh, in, like, in, sure in, like that's the thing. Is, I think is, I think that with this with this but. film, you just have like it has moments that stand out, and you theoretically, as you talk about them, as you think about them, you might want to go back to them. But ultimately, they're padded out. Like the pacing of this film is its largest problem. Like, mm. it just doesn't, like, I, it's constantly either too fast or too slow, mm-hmm. and it can't yeah. figure it out. Like, it has long plotting shots of the trier just rolling around doing nothing, and then yeah. it has, like, these long dialogue, and then, and then it will have these moments in which, like, they'll kill off characters, and it's just, like, it's really sudden. Like, they think the narrative jumps forward three days, and it's just, like, you know what? It would have been nice to see it go on the killing spree instead of, like, hey, here's the aftermath. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. it's just, like, what is this pacing of this film? And All right, so I definitely agree with you about like the three day jump. It would have been better to see. No, I mean, and that's happens, not the only example of what it would like, be better. Like, it's also you have you have that one way looking through the binoculars at the. Movie. You have look- I mean, doesn't matter. Yeah. That's not yeah. really the problem here. The problem is is that uh, Dupe, um Honestly, in my opinion, the only thing he's actually good at is cinematography like i actually like some of his shots i think that he has like you know that yeah. his stuff is uh, nice to re- look at i really like but a like, lot of his shots. his choice. direction is bad he's a his bad writer. writing is bad yeah. Yeah. like like no you you get to you get to make other people's shit look pretty and you're not allowed to do anything else because everything else you do is just bad like zack snyder yeah i do like some of his uh, um musical composition no his musical composition was fine i mean it wasn't distracting um which it was fine it wasn't it wasn't good i i think that you could put somebody better in that role probably but you could also also put someone way worse so yeah that's fine but like like i said i mean i think there's that there's a scene of like you know oh like the man in the wheelchair is like looking at like the cops are chasing them it's a really cool scene it's just like show us the really cool scene because we see like like the roll up to the tire and they turns around makes one of their heads explode and it's really dull like where's this cool like cops chasing after a tire scene like he doesn't have he didn't have the money to do that do it yeah he didn't have the ability to do that he didn't have the ability to show the tire on a killing spree it's freaking like i you have you have a cool whatever effects that they did to make the tire move make it look like it's moving on its own and the, the oh um, the way it's fun it's, fact fun fact uh that was largely a rc control <laughs> i assumed it was you yeah. like you had that and you have have the thing have it like vibrating before it makes things explode but that's really all they knew how to do and it's just like the really interesting things and like when i hear the story of like a killer tire i thought there would be portions where it would like you know asphyxiate people or something like i give me something more than just head exploding like yeah a little bit of creative ways to kill people with a tire like yeah I mean, it's it's essentially using the force. You could just, yeah, you could have it asphyxiate somebody, like yeah. Darth, yeah, Darth Darth Vader style, yeah. yeah. Like, like there are a lot of things that you can do, and you chose to do the same thing over and over. I mean, I'm just like there, are, like like a like a tire probably kills someone by like like you know, oh, 
crushing them. Like, like, and that's what it's established initially. And then it starts using these telekinetic powers. It's just like, how would it something that's relates to it actually being a tire? How about it? Like, like, you know, you, oh, scars someone by, I like, you know, tire marks on them or like, I, I just squeezes or like, you know, they're like a tire has properties to it. It's just like, this could be a bowling ball and it's the exact same story. Like, yeah. yep. Beware the bouncing bowling ball. Yeah. <laughs> but then we don't yeah. get the fun scene of a bowling ball rolling up to a bunch of bowling balls burning. And then that's why we jumped to three days later. Because it just well, got that's the thing, it's like, what's that about? Like, this isn't some environmentalism thing. Like, like <laughs> yeah. what's it saying no. there? Like, that we're wasteful? Like, Oh, the burning tire thing? Oh, it's yeah. got no message. Oh, no reason. It has no message. <laughs> it's so much red. Like, the, the thing that people that are me. genociding, it's, it, 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 it recognizes that it is a tire. So it thinks it's that those people are genociding tires. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just sort of like, how about we pick something that we are more wasteful about? Like, honestly, a, a tire isn't nearly as bad as, like, like a one-use plastic bottle or something. Like, yeah, I just. All yeah, right, I new mean, movie I, idea: one-use plastic fire. bottle with telekinesis. Oh, Jesus goes on Christ. a murderous no, again, no, no. There are more interesting ways that a bottle can kill someone, dude. Okay, so so Dan, I I don't know if you've ever seen this, but TJ and I recently watched another inanimate object killing people story, oh. and um. It was it. It's called Slacks. It's a about a <laughs> oh, pair of killer jeans. I haven't seen it, dude. Um, that let, movie. That movie did episode. it. We should because honestly, that movie did everything. What right. rubber's trying to do, but what rubber it actually did, well, but actually we did it well and had a point and like humanized it. It had emotion. Like there was like honestly dan i was i expected that to be like just some like shitty b-movie romp i mean and that's thing. what you and that was done with this but this but that was actually a way better movie than it had any right to be yeah like no, I, mean, I was shocked how much i liked that one this one yeah. it was like oh i was yeah. hoping for another slacks and i got this yeah no i mean it's just like you keep on like and, and that's the thing is like it keeps on teasing like ideas that might be interesting and then just not following through. I mean, like, like it, it teases the whole idea of like it having some like romantic attraction to the female, to Sheila. And it's just like, and that doesn't go anywhere. I mean, it's like, no. the payoff and, and is like, like there's the bomb no of, payoff. Yeah. No, even yeah. the bomb is not a good payoff. Cause no, why it's a is, terrible payoff. why is she now giving these right. horrible lines that, yeah, uh, but like again, this goes into like how the fourth wall break is kind of the relationship between like you know um, production assistants, EPs, and writers in some ways, and mm -hmm. then having to adjust everything that they're trying to do based on the reaction of the audience, which is why it's just easier to like kill off the audience so early, and then you save the money. <sighs> I mean, I guess, I, I mean, in, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe he's reacting to a really bad focus group and this is his commentary on, uh, studio notes, but like, I know it's I a bit know. of a reach. That's a big stretch. That's a big reach. It, yeah. it, it's kind of what I take away from it with that fourth wall breaking bit. 
yeah. then even at the end, if you watch like um, into the credits, uh, they just do the fucking monologue again. But the audience isn't there. Yeah. So does the audience ever really exist, or are we the audience? I, well, like, I mean, that's I think he's, that's always again trying to say something, but doesn't know what he's trying to say. No, I mean that's the thing is is there is a like and, and you know I mean there are, there are films that have done this that that and done this successfully of like like where is the line between the fiction and the audience and there are films that have explored that and explored that successfully I mean I'm trying to think of other examples but like the only one that's really coming to mind is like the Truman Show which definitely does that you know and and it's like that's a significantly more successful exploration of this idea than uh, of, of than rubber is. Um, but you know, I mean, in, Oh, in, I agree with you on that. I mean, yeah. honestly, one of the things that I think about while watching this is also inception because mm-hmm. like inception, it, depending on how you look at it, I, I don't get me wrong. There are things, that's another movie where there are things that I like about it, but I don't it's think a I like falling the off movie. a bridge for an hour. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> I'm going to let you guys continue this conversation while I get another beer. All right. Have fun. Um, but like for me, at least it, it's again, like the other side of the coin with inception is like inception is largely about, you know, the production process in terms of director and cinematography and writer and then, like, rubber is, you know, the after the movie is filmed, what's the response? How can we save money? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think that one of the other things that, you know, you talked about the fact that he's his own editor on this. And I think that, that was kind of one of, one of the things that was actually most interesting to me about the credits is that the credits feed the credits, you know, has the whole like, let's show the actor and have their name under them. And for Martina the maid, they show a scene of her head blowing off. So they filmed the scene of her head blowing off that is not in the film. Which like, again, and that's that was just a, money left on the floor. And that like, is an editorial decision that? that this scene didn't work. And so we cut it you know yeah like and it's just like like so there's something like and that's that's a pretty expensive scene that they were just like this scene didn't work um which is a weird admission to make in the credits but i mean it's something that like hell the female ghostbusters did so much larger bunch of films have done that mm-hmm. um but well, like, like all the credits is like outtakes of it's not but it but every other scene is but, recognizable but that yes, is a scene that every other specifically scene cut. Is a clear outtake whereas this was just sort of seen as like money left on the floor so let's fucking use it yeah but i mean it's just oh, like yeah. I, it's it's they don't really know where they're investing their their money and there just isn't a lot of care thought to some of these things because i mean i think that this is one of the one of the biggest problems i think i have with this film is that the setting is not a character like it's not really established very well at all it's like a random desert that like rolls past a gas station and rolls past motel but it doesn't feel but it feels very much like a set the entire time which like I, I get that, like, like with your fourth wall breaking stuff, that you maybe want it to. You want to have like somewhat like spaces, a set, kind but of like, 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 it's, it's just supposed like, to be a like movie. that. But that framing device needs to feel like I, the the production value of that 
framing. Like to me, I think the the film that's most interesting to compare this to is like Cabin in the Woods, in which like their whole framing, like like the the office that's building everything, like that has a very clear, distinct yeah thing set to it versus is really the. Versus the cabin also has a distinct set to it. And then, you know, ultimately it's how you merge these two together. And it's just like, there's a sameness to everything in this. And it's just, everything feels fake. And then you get to the ending, which it's just like, and then randomly they're in, they're, they're in LA. And it's just like, I, that connection needed to be established earlier because it's just like it feels almost tacked on it's just like to me it's so much of this film is like they had this idea of afterthoughts hey this this tire wakes up like they had this idea that's like like okay this tire wakes up it comes to life it comes across the plaxis bottle crushes it it comes across us a glass bottle it uses his mind to crush it it gets almost run over by a truck it kills the owner and then it rolls up on la what's it gonna do and it's just like well that's a short film how do we extend this into a feature length thing and then they add in all this fucking crap in the middle so (laughs) yeah Like that's that's what this is to me. It's just like like make make your make your six minute short film and and don't bother me with all this other crap. Like I, I'm just so checked out. And I, I, I mean, it's I'm like, not that's gonna lie. I I definitely agree with you. Like having yeah, having I watched so that. many of his other films as well, I yeah. think that more of it would be it would be more enjoyable in a short film format instead of feeling like you have to stretch everything out to like 80 minutes. I don't know. I mean, and, and I think that part of it is, is just that opening mod monologue from Lieutenant Chad. It's just like that immediately just is like, like, it's like, Oh, this it, is what I'm watching. It does kind and, of and tell like, you like, do not expect a good movie, which I mean, but that's disappointing the thing is, as is, as it is for me to say, because like, I, I know but, we're but, not at verdicts but yet, it, but it thinks it thinks that that conver- it thinks it's a smart way of doing it. I mean, like you have that sort of wink to like the excellent Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That it's just like I know I'm going to get horror freaks to do this, and by saying that, hey, I like the same things you like, like maybe I'll get them on board. But it's just like, oh man, it reminds me of something very specific now. Yeah. I think it might actually be the book of uh, Ready Player One. <laughs> that it, it's just, it's almost, no, it's Armada. It's the other thing that Ernest Klein wrote. Yeah, it's well, I mean. so, I, like, self-referential and, like, look at how smart I am. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's a lot of No, no, I mean, like, because that's the thing is, that is that I think there's Dupuy a bit, like, like the fact of the matter is, 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 you know, he says, uh, what are the films he starts out with? He starts with, uh, Steven oh, Spielberg. I actually wrote them. Um, yeah. Uh, he starts off with the E.T. followed yep. by Love Story, which is the only one on here that I haven't actually seen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to, but I mean, it's just like, basically. Like why, why putting, do the two people fall in love in Love no, no, Story? No, no, but, but, but no, he's, he's putting, he's putting in Texas Chainsaw Massacre at that caliber which is something that i think a lot of horror fans would agree with and i don't think they're necessarily wrong 
Uh, As a horror classic. I haven't seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so I'm not going to judge. But, like... I I have actually seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like... As a product of its time, it is actually a, like yeah. a great representation of horror of its time. Yeah, but I mean, like he's putting he, he's he's putting in that film on the level of films that most other audiences would more readily accept as classics, um, which yes. is weird because like I definitely think Texas Chainsaw Massacre has become a classic, but you know it's the one that you have to say cult classic in front of it i mean like and like time is like i don't know if you really have to call that a cult classic anymore because i mean it's it's because of the the way that we treat genre yeah like i yeah like like horror is (laughs) gets no respect (laughs) i mean like like there there are a handful of horror films that people accept uh into into the lexicon of like high art um but they're basically the Shining and Psycho. That, that's about it. Um, like you can make an argument that Silence of the Lambs is horror. Maybe it's a thriller. It's not horror. Yeah, it's but not horror. like, like you know, it has elements of horror. Yeah, but it's not yeah. horror. But like, like yeah. for the most part, it's pretty much just Psycho and The Shining that I think that that general audiences accept as like these are like great <laughs> cinema regardless of genre. The Exorcist. Yeah. Is the Exorcist. other one? Exorcist is fair. Yep, Exorcist should be in there. As much as I think Exorcist is horribly overrated. Oh, I completely <laughs> agree with you. And maybe that's another episode. But yeah, no. Well, I mean, in well, yeah. And then to the same extent, you could throw in Rosemary's Baby, I guess, because I mean, it's just like I don't know. Really I have never, never really I have never seen Rosemary's Baby, so it is possible well, that is another have. episode too. You saw Hereditary, so you basically have. Um. <laughs> Is it better than Hereditary? Yes, but anything's better than Hereditary. Hereditary got a D Rubber's cinema not score for than... good reason. Um. Rubber's not better than Hereditary. I'd rather watch Rubber than Hereditary, but only because I think Rubber is like 40 minutes shorter. Like maybe even um, an hour shorter. Like hereditary's long. <laughs> like it, this is this is mercifully only eighty two minutes. I think it is like <laughs> yeah. more than an hour shorter. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's actually a fair point. Um, <laughs> Which movie do I have to suffer through longer? <laughs> that's a good point. Um, yeah, I mean that's the thing is it's like you know get it, like I, Ari Aster same thing. It's like you know. I I'm glad that I didn't stop at Hereditary because like at least I I feel like I feel like Hereditary was more enjoyable for me than this was despite the fact that it went on way way too I mean, long it's just, because it's it actually had some acting it had you know it had know. actually yeah, better people shot claim, choices people claim they really liked Tony Collette's performance I like to me the one of the biggest problems with Hereditary is it's like three movies smashed together like yeah i mean i don't i don't have i don't the first half hour has nothing to do with like the middle of the movie which has nothing to do with the last 15 minutes like it's Mm -hmm. ridiculous but Mm -hmm. i will still defend that there is a good movie in there 
but it's not what we got. It's not. Oh well, yeah. What we got. Okay. In, <laughs> oh, okay. There. So that maybe that's really what the difference is. There is a good movie somewhere in Hereditary. There really isn't with rubber. No, that's the thing. There's no, no I, editing right, that will no, save this. I, I disagree. Mm. I think that there is an edit of rubber that would save it. There's that's not an edit minutes of long. rubber. It, there is a a from start over rewrite the entire screenplay good movie of rubber I, but like, it would be a, it, yeah. it would be a, it would be a hard shot i think you could actually maybe make a decent movie out of hereditary i still think you have i think you could make a decent like, short you could, you film out be, of this but that's not that's, yeah, i would make a decent that's, short film that's out the direction of this. that i would go but i'm just this. saying that like hereditary i think that at, you know if you were able to reshoot significant portions of it and whatever yeah like, you, I, still, well, you can I, still make I, I a wonder, good movie with wonder, over 50 percent of the footage they shot you can't how make much a good movie coverage. out of this with over 50 percent of the footage they shot i you agree maybe salvage agree. 10 to 15 percent of it but you can't salvage over 50 percent of it but that's also agree. that's also why this turns into a short film exactly exactly yeah. like like there's like there's like a 15 minute movie that's good in here it's like well, a six-minute movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm not actually going to disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like. I almost wonder if, like, if you separated these two into, if, if separated rubber into two movies, would they each be better than they would separately? Yes. Like, I don't. Would. I because I don't know that the the audience really necessarily. You don't necessarily need to see what the audience is seeing. Yeah. I think that, like, I think that's I a think more that interesting film. Of, yeah, yeah. A film of nothing but reactions. Yeah, a film of nothing yeah. but but people watching something and against their will. It. Yeah, and describing yeah. it like that's actually somewhat interesting. I mean, obviously the twist at the end needs to be what the fuck were they actually watching? But like that sounds like a more interesting film than this shit. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like by the same token, rubber, you know, the tire parts of it, like right. would make a would make an entertaining short film. I mean, yeah. I, I think you could. I think there's an interesting thing, film to be made about a killer tire. I do not think this is it because basically, this is the the fact that it's a tire is irrelevant. It's just yes. like like an object that's killing things for pe no reason. So yeah. Whereas, like, I mean, again, coming back to slacks, like, I, I you know, not really a spoiler, but like it the the sl the slacks have a reason. Like, that actually does fucking yeah. matter. Like, I mean, I don't hate the fact that this doesn't have a reason. I, I think that that's one of the things that I think is actually kind of interesting, kind of something that's like, I understand why you reject that, because I do think that it's very easy to have horror films get bogged down in exposition, and there are plenty of successful horror films that don't have that. I feel like most good zombie films do not have significant and exposition or even explanations for the zombie appearance. Like, well, it's mean, the weakest it's, part of night of the living dead is the explanation. Yes. Like, yeah. so, and that it's why the sequels to night of the living dead don't have it. <laughs> like, but the thing is, is that you more or less like, because zombies and are like, you know, known culturally everybody knows what the fuck a zombie is generally yeah, i know speaking. i know i mean it's, i mean, I mean, not, I mean their motivation not so is... much in night of the living dead which is why yeah. like yeah he doesn't give exact no, explanation no, no. i mean like, it, 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 like it's the of... it's the shit that you get away with in sequels a lot of time it's just like yeah chucky has an origin but like by chucky 2 no one gives a fuck like yeah. i mean you know? I, I i don't just like i origin stories tend to be 
tend to be more boring. I think that Marvel did a better job with that. The MCU did a pretty decent job considering how boring (sighs) most origin stories are. Yeah, well, I mean, and and they... Emily, Emily, you really need to see No Way Home. Yeah, I know I do. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, know. I mean, in well, I mean, but that's the thing. I got is, scared is I think, of COVID. I, I I think that the I notion with like Marvel acknowledged that like certain characters are like you know I think the best thing was with Homecoming. It's just like people people know who who Spider Man is. We're just yeah. gonna yeah. like I do, but well, you know, really I mean, really with Civil War, it's like no. everyone is aware yeah. of who the fuck Spider Man is. Yeah, but that's still a throw you know, I mean, but it. he's he's just a ancillary character i mean like honestly it's one of the things that's that's really in it's been always interesting about tim burton's batman is while it is a joker origin story like batman is established like yeah they don't really bother and that's exactly my point i mean they have the scene of his parents getting killed but like which yeah yeah once something is culturally established enough that, you know, it's yeah. fair to assume that most of your audience is going to know what the fucking origin is, you don't need to explain it. No, anymore. but I, I'm but saying like, that, that this like, is a... Robert could have used at least some explanation for, like, what... I don't th- Like, basically, you know who's seeing this movie. I mean, like, I, basically, it's just like, we are advertising this movie. It's a fucking killer tire. It's a movie about a killer tire. Do we need to tell you... Do we need to make up some bullshit about why it's a killer tire? No. We're just going to go with it. It's a fucking killer tire. Yes. Right. What I want... To what be. I like, what I want that what, is what fine I, for me. It's just that's like, fine for me too, in the sense that like I like, you know, like I I, I don't I can get into some like, you know, not so uh highbrow like, horror. No. Like I you know much like snakes but, on a plane. But like this didn't quite like this this tried too Sorry hard to be like almost art housey. Okay. Anyway. Um, I don't know. I feel like this was trying too hard to be like art housey or something. Oh no! Well, I mean, I think that this one got kind of in its head about like I don't want to figure out the origin of the tire, so I'm going to have these these audience characters kind of call attention to the fact that I'm not going to lay out the origin, and it's just like no, just fucking go with it. Just like yeah, like you know, it's a killer tire. Like, it's like yeah, either explain it or don't. Yeah, like, don't need history. to bother explaining don't, don't, it. I mean, like, like I mentioned, I in between thing. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned Truman Show earlier because Truman Show to me is always really interesting in that I don't feel like that film works if you aren't aware of its marketing campaign or what film you're watching because it's pretty deep into the movie when they finally reveal oh like the behind the scenes making it like a light mm-hmm. falls on his car and there's like a bunch of hints and stuff but most of the time like. The film is treating you as if you know what's going on already. Whereas, yeah. like, like honestly, we don't find out until about half an hour in if you're re- straight reading that film. So, yeah. Um, but like, I don't, I don't need an explanation. Man, it's for been why a it's long time out. since I've seen Truman Show. Yeah, it's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, that's it. We're gonna do every single movie with Jim Carrey starring. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> no, no, God, yeah. no! God, we start with one and move we, forward. We we all know that you're a masochist. We do not need to join you on that journey. Um, you guys are already drawn into my journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. TJ's already selecting all these films that he's forcing us to watch, and we're like, Ugh, uh. really? <laughs> but anyway, uh, what do we all want right. to talk about the ending? Let's talk about let's let's talk about like the ending, because yeah. like the ending is the first time that they actually sort of tell us near where 
we were. I, I think that it should have been set in Barstow, but that's just the. Um, well, I mean, that's fucking... the thing is like have it have a very specific location for yeah. where this is, is taking place, which is is one of, one of the things that I think the film does wrong. It's just sort of like, and suddenly we're in L.A. Like fear, fear and loathing. That's why I wanted yeah. to be Barstow. Okay, I mean Barstow is well, like you're either it's Baker in, or Barstow, and well, like it's the, it's in the Mojave. Tent. It's a place that people actually know potentially, even though it's not. No, a I mean big like place. basically, if you leave LA and you drive towards Las Vegas, you can stop in Baker and you can stop in Barstow. That's it. Oh, like then, yeah. it's pretty much it. Yeah, you, you make it bigger <laughs> yeah. or until Barstow. you make it to the Nevada border. Like there's a border town. I don't know the name of that one, but like I, mean, like, I guess two, which one's yeah. closer to LA? I want to say Barstow is. I think it's Barstow then Baker, but it's been a yeah, while. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. But like, yeah, either of those, if you actually like establish in the beginning, like yeah. this is where we are, and, yeah. and then it makes that ending make more sense. I mean, with them she should... like just being in fucking in uh, L.A. Hollywood I mean, I, I like it's it's just simple little stupid like production design details that can make a big difference. Like I just feel like having um, Sheila drive past a road sign saying like like you know last gas yep. for or fifty miles or this or exit. even even X miles to Vegas to uh, something. L.A. like she like just needs to something drive something to establish yeah. Yeah, she, where like, they are. Like, we need us let her driving past a and yeah, you're right. That is that is a, a lot problem with the production design. No, it's a problem with well, and then you know, and which then is probably a problem of direction. Oh yeah, no, and and then you know, there's so much of like oh, so many stupid things like. Like her leaving the door open to the motel room while she's taking a shower, it's like that's believable. Her putting on leather shoes after getting out of a pool, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> like, no shit, right? right? It's like I'm glad that I am not the only one who's like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, uh, like, like a person that per- actually did this, like in a film. Yeah, like, I know. It's not like some like like stupid like this is an animated thing of like no. Like, this is not what normal people do. Like, <laughs> let's put it this way. I hope for the sake of the uh, of the, like the whatever fucking props department or yeah. whatever, like that those were not real leather. And they, they have to fake. not be, but like they have to not be because like you. I'm sorry. Like if you've ever priced out like actual leather cowboy boots, you would not fucking do that. Yeah. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Um, and, like no, maybe they, if they, you had like a like, huge budget. Yeah. But... They, they were cheap crap. They they were like Good. you know fifteen dollar like payless fucking just, like... faux cowboy boot. Yeah. That Wait, that that. You think you could find cowboy boots at like payless if you're like. I mean, Probably not in like cow- in cowboy you're still not doing that. Not anymore because Payless doesn't exist, exist. anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah, but you know <laughs> what I mean. But yeah, you're just not doing that. You are wearing pool shoes or you're going fucking barefoot, like sandals. Yeah, like barefoot. Well, did you guys also notice that she didn't have a towel? She had a sweater that she was using to like lightly dry herself off and then wrap around her. It was just a large sweater. Okay. Yeah, like the, it, there, like, there's a lot of. I, I don't know how much of like breaking my brain like things. Were, I don't like, wonder if that's to purposeful. be there or like. Well, just, I mean, she, in, it's not like the stuffed alligator. It's not like the that stuffed the alligator cop is holding like, of like, yeah. I mean, and that's that's one of the things is like 
it's it's you're not being he thinks he's enough. being much more clever than he actually it, is yes yeah yeah like how intentional is this um and that's something that you always have to be cognizant of with your fourth wall breaks which is just something that like the way that it's flippant attitude towards fourth wall breaks it's just like okay but like, you can like, still have flippant fourth wall breaks as proved by like deadpool no i mean i love fourth wall breaks when they're done well and they're like know what they're doing but it's just like oh, so yeah. many of these it's just like was that a fourth wall break i'm not even sure yeah. like, i'm not even sure yeah, yeah. it's but like, yes it's, continuing with the ending i guess yeah. no if you if you have something else no no go ahead I was just saying, like, continuing with the ending, there are things that I like about it, because it's still, uh, like, I like some of his fuck yous to Hollywood, Mm -hmm. and I think that this one kind of works, because it's the, like, 80s style, like, dire setup for a sequel that's never gonna happen, kind of, like, maybe the producers will like it, and we'll get greenlit for number two. Which is I mean, it's what the, it's like the, it's Adam the ending Green. of Jurassic well, of the latest Jurassic World movie, so you know everyone loves oh, the no, monster that, running around the Hollywood Hills. That there's Dominion coming, and I think that Dominion is supposed to be actually. Oh, are we gonna have is someone is someone gonna be a clone and that not and no one care <sighs> and no one care. <laughs> Like that's such a cool sub storyline, and, and you did nothing, nothing with, with it. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, man. spoilers for a movie that's not worth watching. Yeah, it's not worth watching, guys. Don't watch it. Yeah, um, I saw the trailers. Right. That's all you need to see, and that's uh, all you need to see of this. It's like it's yeah. a movie about Killer Tire. You can watch the first five minutes and be like, okay, all right, I know what this movie's doing. Yeah. Like. Uh, like at least better kills than just fucking blowing people's heads up like randomly. Like yeah, it's I, I so boring. That there needs to be more in it. Yes. I appreciate that it was filmed on like eight hundred thousand dollars, which might sound like a lot, but when making a film, it's like nothing. Honestly, it looks like it was filmed on eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, All right, let, let's. Uh, shall we do verdict? Uh, I okay. think that everyone's verdict is pretty obvious. <laughs> but, um, I'm not sure what yours is. I know what Emily and I think, but <laughs> yeah, I was I exactly, was on the fence for a while, yeah, but I, 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 I sat know, with this movie. I know what and, side of the fence you're coming down on. <laughs> yeah, sitting with so, this movie didn't make it any better in my head. It actually made it considerably worse. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. that seeing another movie of his just made me also go, made oh. It worse. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, he's just an idiot with like some good shot choices. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Dan, let's start off with you. Verdict. Oh, oh, yeah. This is clearly a screw it. This is All like right. one of the worst movies I've seen in like a decade. This is terrible. <laughs> oh, uh, then if you want to see something worse, then watch wrong. <laughs> um, I don't want to see something worse. <laughs> are you sure? Because it's really, really bad. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, yeah, I'm, um, I wish I could get that time back. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. It's hey, definitely, least, this is a screw it at, for me. At least wrong was better than cats. No, it wasn't. Cats was more entertaining. Wow, really? Yes, I enjoyed Cats more. Cats wow. had 
at least a few redeeming qualities to me. Like <sighs> this had none. Yeah. None. I mean, yeah. Absolutely none. There was nothing about it that I liked. No. I mean, it was like yeah, it Jennifer was almost ending of original Dexter bad. <laughs> I'm not joking. Yeah, it on a scale of, no, of of original Dexter. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's that's my low bar for every ending I've ever seen. I hate that ending more than I hate anything else I've ever seen. Game of Thrones was not far above it, but it was still above it. <laughs> yep. So happy I was not into either show when they ended. Oh, uh, I still remember yeah. the time in but season Thro- eight I mean, that I like. Well, both of them were slept. great in the beginning, at least. I was I was watching an episode and I just hated it so much that it was like, "Fuck this! I'm just going to sleep." <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, well, I, I pulled a, a um, I pulled a dib. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, whatever. whatever. Yeah, um, your verdict, TJ. <sighs> Are you still coming down on the side of see it? Because I know that you uh, very it, like you guys have way. done a really great job of trying to swing me to screw it. <laughs> but you're still gonna say see it at least once. See it. Oh, like it, it's it's eighty two oh. min it's eighty two minutes of your life. Oh, but see, I have an alternate. <laughs> I have an alternate suggestion. If you want to watch an inanimate object kill people, oh, watch definitely slacks. watch Slacks. Watch Slacks. No, it's I, actually like, a good movie. Yeah, for I, real. I recommend Slacks over. I was astounded rubber. at how at how good that was for what it was. I mean, in, that's the thing is like I, I know what I'm seeing on this, and I'm just like, if you're making a movie like this, at least give me some good deaths. I mean, like, and that's kind of like yeah. so much of the horror genre is. I, I do like, agree. With yeah, you the on movie's that. shitty, but like you get some like creative deaths out of it, and, or at like, least like more interesting effects. I mean, you know, I mean, like, well, that's the whole, you know, I mean, like, Final Destination took it to an extreme of gang. They're like, we know we were getting some Rube Goldberg machines killing people, uh, but it's just like, yeah, that's fucking I, I, I fucking, I personally love the Final Destination movies and that there is a sixth one in the works. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're honestly, they're pretty damn enjoyable. They're like, fun. They're not, they're not, they're like, more fun they're not good, Saw. but they're fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. Saw, Saw's Again, it's like I guess it has creative deaths. It's just like, ugh. like yeah. All right, we're way off rails. Okay, so um, we're we're gonna close this thing out. So you um, still came down on see it? I can't. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm still like at least once see it. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's a uh, two three or two one between us of don't see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly. <laughs> I, I it's just not worth it. The the novelty is not worth it. Nope, nope. Because it's it doesn't do anything creative with it. It it just yeah. doesn't. While I agree, I do still have enjoyed watching it. Mm. Yeah, no taste. I know <laughs> it, it. It's right. It's right near the middle. Like uh. if it's sliding scale, I, I'm I'm just above the side of still see it. Yeah, I can't decide if this if if on a on like a scale of like like if I'm awarding this like one to five stars, like do I have to go as low as one star? Can I give it half a star? Can I give it zero stars? Well, like, no, it you know, would be a it's, it's around it would there. be a negative two to two scale system. 
if we want to have a fucking scale system, I am down for a negative two, nah, two nah, scale nah. We system. Don't, we don't want to... No. no, you want yay or nay. But I want yay or yeah. nay, which yeah. is why it's called see it or screw it. Because yeah. remember, math is hard. Math yeah. is hard. Anyway... So, what's our sign-off procedure? Oh, I have no fucking idea. But I've been TJ Davis alongside Daniel Murphy and Emily Schick. And we've been Cedar Screwed. Hopefully next time we will have our fourth member appear. Because um, we do have a future fourth. Uh, Indeed we do. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, it's been fun. We hope you've enjoyed. Until next time. So long. Bye. Bye.